This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. This is Shirley Jew. I am super excited to be introducing you to my new podcast, Shirley's Temple. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. It gives you the resources and tools you need to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It distributes to all major platforms, including Spotify, Apple, you name it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Oh, are we live live? Welcome to Shirley's Temple. Wait, what? I'm dead. And I'm an MC. Yo, what, how did that happen? <laughs> Trying to adjust over here. All right, here we, I'm here done. we go. Wait, can we look at how cute Slim looks on camera? Slimothy. Slimothy. Where did you get that? Who, do you have a friend named Timothy? Uh, it just happened right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm done. Well, thank you for pulling up. This is going to be the funnest Shirley's Temple because we're about to get lit. Is that how do you know? Uh, you know I have ESP. <laughs> All right. Well, first, you know, Gasco is family. Absolutely. Yeah, this back. Uh, they wanted to give you this little gift. So Gasco has actually been a day one sponsor. Um, and yeah, I know you carry their uh, stuff in Dr. Bean Thumb Dispensary. Shout out Gasco. Shout out to D. You see it. You see yeah. it. Yep, I see it. See they it. see it. They see it. You know they they do have the gas. I gotta say, you yes. know their their flower is always on the one. Um, every time you know they 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 made the tropicalado, the culado, and and other stuff like that. It's just fire. So salute to the boys. Thank you, thank you for your lighter. Yeah, shout out to Gasco. Wow, I feel like this joint is already. I just took a hit. You know, whew. Okay, as it should be. Right. That part, that part. Well, first, I wanted to ask because I know you do a million interviews. Is there a question you hate? <laughs> um, I mean, it's 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 not any one question. It's how the interview goes, right? So, like, facts. You can um, like, so for us, whenever we put out an album, it you know we'll get journalists that we've done interviews with before. And every time we sit with them, it always starts with, you know, how did the group get together? Oh, how did no. you get your name? Um, oh, and no. All, it, all these same Wait, ass questions. Still? Yeah. And it's oh, like, oh, my gosh. Come on. You know who we are. We've done this before. Right. And get out of your journalist book. <laughs> because this is something they're taught 
you know, in journalism that you ask these no, questions. No, I disagree. I think a journal, a good journalist would do their research and look at past interviews and research about... Well, well no, that's what I'm saying uh, is that, that we, we had people that have interviewed us in the past interview us again for the next album and they'll start off with these same ass questions oh, knowing no. that they've asked them in other interviews with us before and it's like you know i know that you have to set up every interview and give background but like when you've interviewed a band before you got to expect like your readers that fuck with you they know this right so you shouldn't have to ask the same ass questions to start off these interviews right you know, make it more conversational. And I think that's why, you know, podcasts are so great. For sure. Because you don't get those same interview questions over and over and over again. For sure. It's, you know, it, it, it gets tiresome. But, you know, it's a part of the game. You have to you have to deal with it. And I deal with it. But it's just like, man, this is going to be real stale because they're not really having a conversation. They're just going by the book the journalism book of these are the 10 questions I have to ask. Then I can ask the other stuff. Yeah. It's secondary. And that's like, come on, you can't get a real interview off like that. Wait, so when you have guests on podcasts, do you research or you got, you got people to do that for you? huh? No, a lot of times I research or I already know because oh, okay. I've been checking for them. You know what I mean? That's um, true. So and you got to stay up on game in that regard. Cause you know, when you have people up and you don't know shit about them and you're trying to have a conversation with them, that's like, you know, it's it's like pulling water out of a rock. You know, you can't re- you don't really that's know tough. the person to know what what to ask them or what to conversate about. You know, what right. I mean, so you got to You got to do the research for sure. You know, one thousand percent. So we're actually going to play a game. It's basically me picking cards, but right. uh, there's going to be some trivia questions sprinkled throughout. And if you get it wrong, you got to hit one of these. Uh, oh, little shit. Dab thingies. OK, <laughs> trivia. Right. But, All right. But first, we have a gift from high 90s. Oh, shoot. It's all they high got, today. They got uh, gas, and their new collab is White Fire OG. Oh, shit. White you know, Fire, yeah. Got all type of flavors. Some of my favorite. <laughs> Slimothy right. approves over here. You know Fat Lou, oh, he's out. <laughs> okay. This is a great first question. Was this planned, Damon? All right. You ready? Yeah. How much free weed do you get? <laughs> free weed do I get? Um... <laughs> Wow, that's a good question. Because, you know, brands want to hand me weed to, like, you know, get my opinion on it or get the right. stamp. So, you know, there's been times where I'll get, like, close to a pound of weed in a month or oh, half wow. a pound or a quarter pound. It, it varies. Right. But always on the average, probably at least a quarter pound. And that's in- insane. No pun intended. That's your cannabis yeah. line. Oh, my and, God. And, and, and I like, <laughs> you could never have too much weed. Wait, but I got to tell you, sometimes I stack up on a level that's like, man, this shit is crazy. I got to I got to share this shit out. And that's what I do. Normally, I'll bring that to the show. And everything that I get from any of these farmers or brands, I I put on the show. Yeah, you do show a lot of love. I I I smoke it with the guys and, you know, let them know what they're smoking. And we, you know, give props when when we know where it came from. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we. I, we've been blessed in that way, you know, before we had to, you know, buy it ourselves and then we had to grow it ourselves. Right. And, you know, now we're in a position where we're, we're, you know, 
cultivating our own brands and stuff like that. But people respect our opinion because of the quality of we, what we put out that they would ask for opinion on on their flowers. So like sure. ga- like Gasco, for instance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those are my boys and, and they're oh, constantly shout out to D. And they're constantly, you know, like, hey yo, check these flavors. Let us know what you think of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's love, you know, and, and I appreciate the fact that Aww. people respect my stamp like that, that for they sure. would come and say, Hey, check this shit out right here. This is gas. Let us know what you think. Right. That's beautiful. Have you ever gotten some trash? Boof. <laughs> no one dares to bring boof in my oh, house. Oh, that's true. You know I'm, I'm like, why would they even? Yeah, bother. So, so check that's this. That's funny. So we've been fortunate that no one brings boof to the table. But look, check this out. I, I used to do these these strain alerts, right? I didn't I, like before we did strain reviews, but I switched them to alerts because realistically. We, we weren't getting any boof at all. Everything oh, wow. that Everything we would get was fire, right? And we would say this and give it a rating and all this stuff. And we would try to make it funny and humorous and shit like that. But people started saying, oh, man, that shit can't be real. No pun intended. No pun intended. Um, you know, they get, they, get, they get fire every time. They must be like, you know, they must be homies with these, these cats yeah. and this shit and that shit, right? And it's like, nah, man, they, they, no one's going to hand me mids or fucking boof yeah. because we're going to talk about that. On camera. You know? On camera. On record. So, so to throw some wild cards out there, we made up some weed that didn't exist and, and gave it shitty ratings and made this whole fucking thing about no! it. No! Just so that people would like be like, oh, finally, they fucking. What did you name it? Uh, one we called, what was it? It was Dragon's Breath. Right? Oh my gosh! And then we didn't know that someone had a strain called that, and then they uh, fucking uh, hit me in the DMs. Hey man, my shit ain't boof like oh that, man. I don't know gosh. what Dragon Breath you smoked, but like, and we didn't. Yeah. We, we thought we y'all were making this name up. Shit, y'all didn't check if it existed. We did check oh, it. Okay. We didn't find it anywhere, but it was after the fact that we put it out. Somebody came and owned the name out of nowhere. It oh. was like, oh, hey, man, that's my strain. I mean, my shit ain't boof. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, you know. <laughs> but that that was. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, man. We would we would go out of our way to do that shit, you know, and, and put some boof strains out there on purpose so that people right. would, like, stop <laughs> fucking with us about, man, everything you guys review is dope. Like, but that's the reality of it. No one, right. no one we know in this industry is gonna come hand me some bullshit. Right. So what they saw in the in the great ratings was real. What they saw that was fake was the 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 ones that we were shitting on every time. Yeah. The weed didn't exist. We would go find the most boof weed we could find and give it a shitty rating on purpose and put that out. And uh, that's you, and, and funny because people ate that shit up. <laughs> When did you come out and said it was fake? We never said it was fake. This is the oh. first time I'm saying it right now. <laughs> Shit. You know? I'm dead. But we stopped doing the strain, <coughs> strain alerts a while back. Uh, was it too and we much? focused in on the smoke boxes. Oh, okay. Well, because, you know, I felt like we were oversaturating content. We already do this live shit. And you <laughs> this know, live shit. Yeah, well, you know, on the Yo, Dr. y'all Green kill. Thumb show. Sorry, I've been on the Doctor Green Thumb Show. Y'all kill it. Y'all, ha- thank yeah. you. You know, we do that Monday through Friday. So every day from two p.m. to four p.m. That's right. Um, <laughs> so like to have that, 
vehicle and then have the smoke box and then the strain alert. And I mean, it's a lot of content and everybody's like Damn. trying to get content, but like there's also oversaturating. So, you know, I, I peeled those back and focused in on the live show and the smoke boxes, which are coming back in April. Right. Yeah, you know what? You need to get in. Oh, one. my gosh. I would love to. You know what's crazy? All right, we're going to set that shit up, Shirley. Yeah, Remember, Cairo. I got Cairo here. He yeah. heard it. Facts. Cairo's responsible to make it happen. Um, I remember I brought Dizzy Dizzy Wright to you guys like hella years ago. That's, that's when right. I, you did. That's like the first time I met you, hey, I think. Thank you for Yo. that. Because that's a solid dude. Right. Like, oh, my God. Not only as a rapper is he fucking dope as fuck, but he is a solid dude, like a dope Facts. person. Facts. Straight the fuck up. And like we, I've been able to collaborate with him on a number of things. Like on my uh, one of my solo albums. He did a song uh, called Dabs with me. Oh. And we did a video to that. And, you know, we built a, a, a friendship and a relationship from that. I got on some of his recent stuff, which we're going to do a video for pretty soon. Amazing. And not for nothing, he's on that fucking Back in Black Cypress Hill album. There, there, You know what I mean? That Like, let no one say that Cypress Hill don't embrace the generations, you know, coming up because... Realistically, no one expected a collab with us and, and Dizzy. Really? And he fucking killed that song. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, called, my God. It's called Bye Bye. And uh, it's on our Cypress Hill Back in Black album. And he fucking murdered it. I love that. And that that was due to your hookup. Oh, so my God. Thank that's you for wild. that. Yeah. I mean, y'all would have been bound to me and, and have the same energy. And not for nothing, he made the theme to the smoke box on oh, that shit. one album. Yeah, he got he got a um, a song called "Let Me Welcome You to the Smoke Box," based on his his uh, experience in our smoke. Box. I love that. I gotta go listen to it. But it's crazy because I actually ran into him while I was in Las Vegas, and it was at the dispensary Hardeen. So shout out to Hardeen. Oh my God! We got Shirley a bunch G. of swag for you. You know, you are the gift queen, Shirley. You know, G. we just. We just gotta make oh sure you're God. good. Oh man! Have you been out there? Um, I, where to uh, uh, Hardeen in Las Vegas? Not, not, no, not in a bit. Oh, oh, shit. oh, okay. It's been a minute. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. That I've been out to Vegas. Period. Facts. Like we had, we had a show there a couple years back, but then you know everything got fucking shut down. Right. But uh, I always. You know, I always fuck with Vegas. I love going back and doing shit, so I can't wait to get out there. For sure. Fuck with Hardeen, you know? For sure. I have to ask this because I remember, I think I interviewed you on Zoom. It was for Flaunt Magazine. And you told me that getting higher, holding the smoke in your lungs more, doesn't get you higher. No. And I was shook because I was like, what? Yeah, it's the same. You, you know, the only difference that, that happens is you hold that shit in longer and you're withholding oxygen to your head. So it makes you feel like it makes you feel a little bit different in that way. Yeah. Because you're holding your fucking breath. But realistically, in, out, preserves your lungs more. You don't get all that buildup in your lungs from holding that shit in too long. Mm. So, you know, an older motherfucker told me that when I was very young. <laughs> I was probably... 18 or 19 when he told, probably 19 when he told me, and he was 65. Oh, wow. And he was a long-time smoker, smoking since he was 13. Sort of, sort of the same as me, right? <laughs> but in that time. Right. And he, he saw me doing the, you know, like the the big hit and holding it in and coughing it all out all crazy and shit. Yeah. And he was like, what the 
fuck you doing? <laughs> you just, you don't inhale, exhale, easy. It was like, yeah, but you got to, nah, you ain't got to do none of that shit, man. This this is <laughs> educational. Are y'all listening? And ever since then, man, I preserved my lungs. I get high as fuck, you know, <laughs> no matter how, if I hold it in or not. Right. I got mad breath control. I could hold it in longer than most, but like, why do that? Right. Just let it right the fuck out. Dang. I really be dying when I take bong rips, though. I'm not going to lie. Inhale, exhale. Just like dabs. But it's a lot that's, of smoke. That's why people get bent off the dabs is because they're Damn. trying to hold that shit in. It's like, Inhale, exhale. Let that come in. Go right the fuck out. <laughs> and you're going to get, you know, lit no matter what. Right. It's just you're going it's going to be easy on your lungs. Right. Dude. You know. For sure. Okay. Um Well, yeah, I was going to ask we we just we talked about your podcast earlier. Do you ever get burnt out doing it 2 hours a day, 5 days a week? The podcast? Yeah. Um uh, you know, we have fun. And we laugh. For sure, for sure. We, uh, we, we, we laugh at each other, laugh with each other, all that shit. So it keeps it, it, keeps it fun. That's, you know what I mean? Wait, can I be honest? Yeah. I was literally at your podcast inspired for this show, Shirley's Temple, because I was like, damn, he's doing it with your best friends? Like, I feel like that's the goal. Yeah, I mean, when you get to, <laughs> when you get to work with your friends, that's everything. You know, right. like with, with, with Cypress Hill, for instance those have been my friends since we were like in our teens, you know, send dog being the older one of us, but you know, we all came up together and we had the same passion, same dream. And we got to work to that together. Mm. So there was a a built in chemistry there and it made it fun and not a grind and not work. It was like, you know, we want to win. We're a team. We're trying to win together. So it pushes you, you know what I mean? And it's the same with this podcast. All those guys that are at the table, those are my good friends. Right. And us, you know, doing this show together, you know, we have a chemistry and a bond and, you know, we make each other laugh. And I think th- that fact makes other motherfuckers laughing with us. For sure. And sometimes at us as well. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that's important, man, because if, if, if it's just if it feels like a job and like, Man, I got to go fucking sit at this table for another two hours. I don't need that shit. Yeah, fact. I could walk away from it at any time. I'm not attached to the look, right? For I me, love that. You know, so it, if I'm not having fun doing it, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, for sure. 1,000%. I agree. I'm going to draw this. All right. So this is a trivia question. All right. How many states have legalized cannabis in the U.S.? Ooh, Fuck, that's a good one. <laughs> David wants you to get it wrong so bad. <laughs> uh, last time I checked. <laughs> last time that I checked. Hey. Uh, it was like maybe. Rest in peace, Nip. I thought it was at 19, but it could be at 22. You're so close. Oh, shit. What was so it? close. What was it? 18. Fuck. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. Where are the sound effects? Wah, I know wah, y'all have wah. sound effects, Dom. I was one off. Oh, he's... he's he I miscalculated. It. Right. Oh, All wait. Right. So now you got to hit the hemper bong, the XL piece. Okay. Oh. oh, it's got water in it and everything. Yeah. Right. Right. Yo, I literally, <laughs> I get so sad when people don't smoke with me on Shirley's Temple. This is making <laughs> me so happy right now. All right. 
I'll see He's what's with happening. the shits. Wait, there's no sound. There's no uh, sound effects, Dom. <laughs> Is that just sure me? I got the shit right. Oh, oh, oh! You want to use the oh, lighter? There it goes. Oh, the lighter's better. You're saying? Well, it, this will get it lit faster. I know that. Is this a pull? All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Earlier, I was like, "Wow, that looks like it holds a lot of smoke." <laughs> it does. Damn. Wait, now I'm like, I hope you, I hope you get these all wrong. <laughs> Damn, you're hitting it like a chair. I would have been out. I would have been coughing. I would have been like, "Wow." How do you feel? Do you want me to clear it? I'll clear it. Fuck. Oh. Uh, oh, you blow it out. <laughs> but you don't want to hit that stale smoke. Wait, that was I never. Am I around the wrong stoners? They didn't say. They didn't tell me that. We don't take stale hits. <laughs> Only fresh ones. That's funny. That's wow. why I don't hit bongs no more though. Oh, but you did for me. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, you, you all to, day. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you actually went to a vocal coach. To give fans a better show, it took you five right. years to harness your voice. Right. Just how was that experience? Because you were saying earlier that you used to, you couldn't stand hearing your voice earlier. Well, yeah. I mean, I had a totally different voice than the one I was making record, I make records with, right? And that's the voice I could not fuck with. <laughs> it sounded crazy to me in recordings. But as I got older and then I flipped the voice, I could bear it <laughs> more. But um, what the thing is, though is in developing that voice. I developed it for recording, but not necessarily for doing live shows. And so that was kind of tough in the beginning, doing that voice, that high-pitched voice live and, you know, letting my adrenaline and excitement and energy take over. And now wow. I'm, I'm now I'm yelling the lyrics instead of being controlled and sounding like I do on the record. Damn. And then when you do that and you're smoking blunts and drinking Jack Daniels every fucking night. <laughs> oh, no. I was blowing out my voice. So a lot of the tour, I'd be like rapping like this. And <laughs> it's not supposed to sound like that. Right. <laughs> so I was blowing my voice out for the first couple of years after you midway in the tour. But we would still, you know, carry on because that's not going to stop us from doing the shows. I'm just not going to sound that great. Right? Yeah. And I got tired of, of sounding like shit, to be quite frank, right? Because I would hear the recordings of some of our shows and be like, damn, that shit sounds fucked up. I don't sound like I sound on the record. I'm overcompensating and yelling the verses as opposed to saying them the way they're on, on record, right? So someone uh, referred me to this, this uh, vocal coach who is actually an opera singer, and she would train opera singers and, you know, regular singers. Right. And she, she, um, she taught me how to breathe different and how to come from down here instead of up here wow. to preserve my voice and then the breathing technique so that I'm not struggling to push the line out and to get control Wow. And not not scream the fucking words. Yeah. But like say them. What a life changing moment. Oh yeah. It 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 saved me for every tour after that. Like I never blew my voice out after that, but wow. but one time 
and and uh, that, but that was like a fucking freak accident. What happened? You spoke but, to <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, I I I got out of control for one tour after oh, wow. I had been in control for so long. Oh no! The excitement got to me, and I fucking blew my voice out, and, and it fucked me up for like a week and a half. But oh, wow! You know, once I got the control down, and I learned to stay at this certain range when when it's you know a live show been able to preserve my voice from that time to now and not sound like I'm fucking screaming the song because yeah. that shit sounds horrible like how many shows do you go to and the motherfucker you go to see you're like waiting to hear them and then they don't sound like nothing they do on the record because oh. they're so excited that they're screaming their fucking vocals at you <laughs> and it's cool like Wait. there's there's a vibe there but like when you go back and, you know, if you listen to it, it sounds like shit. Yeah. So, you know, I made a, a conscious effort to, like, if I was going to keep doing this and if I was going to keep my voice, because it was fucking my voice up yeah. after every tour, I'd have to wait two months, three months before I could go record anything again, you know? Wow. And uh, so when, once I got that, it made my life easier and uh, I was able to preserve the sound, you know? I got to ask because I go to hot yoga and, like, the whole point of it. Oh, yeah, I told you guys um, on the podcast. But the whole point of it is to breathe. Right. But it's, like, actually hard. So was it hard for you to get there through breathing? You know what I mean? I just feel like that's very powerful for you to just do that. I had to get the technique first. And once I got the technique, you know, uh, we're always active, like, as a group. Like, everybody, like, works out and does their shit. A lot of cardio yeah. All that stuff so that we can do that hour and a half show. Yeah. Um, and not be wrecked after <laughs> or be struggling to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So being, you know, like incorporating the techniques that she told me into what I was already doing made the transition easier. It was like someone unlocked a magic fucking box for me. I was like, oh, shit, it's like this. <laughs> I was doing it for like three to in between three and five years like this. And it's just fucked me up every time. And then, you know, not for nothing. I let the blunts go. I stopped smoking blunts. Wow. And, and, and I let it and I stopped smoke uh, drinking the Jack and all that shit. After you stopped drinking completely? Uh, not completely, but not not on tour on the shows. Like okay. not like. Yeah. You know, I cut that shit the fuck out because nice. that was all having a toll on my voice and everything that that. I saw that was having that toll, I cut right the fuck out. I respect that. Yeah. Have you ever uh, forgotten your lyrics? Oh, yeah. Oh. I've forgotten lyrics. <laughs> fuck, yeah. It happens to the best of us, you know. Yeah. For me, it's if I drink too much before I show, which I don't do, <laughs> but I have. Yeah. Like, I could say maybe three times in my career, I, I had too, one too many drinks before the show, and I forgot one word. Oh, my God. And, and I, it blanks out the rest of the shit. Oh, no. And, and if and if one of the guys don't bring you back, you're standing there in silence yeah. until until you look at the DJ and be oh. like, "Yo, um, but, we, but, but, but we're from the show where you keep going, like yeah. so. Like I learned that if that happened, I'll just freestyle until I get back on track. Yeah, and the people will just think I did something special yeah. there." But we, as a group, will know. Oh, you fucked up. Right yeah, there. and we we give each other the shit when that happens. That's does that happen often or no? Yeah, no, not really. Okay. Just again, when if I if I've had too many goddamn drinks, then possibly you know yeah. what I mean. But like 
usually I hold that shit together. Like I, I don't fuck around. I might have one drink before the show, but if it's three, right. I'm forgetting the song. <laughs> no doubt. I can smoke weed all day, not forget nothing. But those drinks start popping. Yeah, nah. That <laughs> man. Okay, wait. Trivia question. Sure. <laughs> uh, who's the first person to walk on the moon, and what year? <laughs> And this I know is my this. Question? It's yes. it's one of the it's one of those things I know, but like in this moment, I'm almost stumped. I'm gonna say, Are you, um, I'm like, is he giving you the no, answer? No, he's not giving me psychically. Nothing. He don't even know it. Uh, I think it's Neil Armstrong. Okay, fifty percent. That's fifty percent. He's one of them. I gotta say two of them. Oh, you gotta say the year. Oh, the year. <laughs> to make it a little, you know. Damn, that's that's it's a, so it's a double yeah, my bad. A double trivia question I, yeah, and the year, man, I forgot. Um, <laughs> what are the I'll, chances you're gonna get the guess the right one though? Uh, on this one, I don't know. Probably what sixty five. Oh, close. Sixty seven. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. I knew. It wow, was you are close. I knew it was sixty nine. All right. Damn it! <laughs> now you gotta hit the dab rig. Le dab. Have you heard of Aspire? Shout out to Aspire. He's about to. Uh, you ain't. You, yeah, you. You're good for dabs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an all round oh, yeah. stoner. Yeah. You could bring it up. Yeah. But if you bring edibles out, I'm gonna have to say no to that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Oh shit, we got you your own. Oh my Ooh, god. Dab rig from Aspire. Isaiah's. Yeah. He's it's gonna, fucking uh, Christmas. Like something is missing. It's like it's Christmas over here. Shit. Every 10 minutes, there's a bag. <laughs> Wait, who else was on my show and said it was Christmas? That's what it feels like. Do oh, g Easy. g Easy. Salute yeah. to g Easy. Right? So, Shirley Temple it has a focus on mental health. Right. So, I was just going to ask, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm always doing great. I love that I, I energy. have a positive outlook. I'm blessed. Y'all hear that shit? We're gonna type that. I don't. We're gonna type that quote out. Put it on the wall. Look. Tell yourself every day, you're enough. <laughs> Straight the fuck up. Right. It's what you tell yourself every day Fast. that can you know set your path in a positive um, place or a negative. So it's what you tell yourself. You know what I mean? Plant, plant that seed of positivity over everything else. Wow. Right. Oh, oh, oh. Are you ready? Oh, shit. Does like she's going to plant this dab on me right, right here. Right, right. <laughs> Wait, did you know? Yeah. It's good? Oh, okay. You it's could... good to go? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yo. Like a champ. Okay. I would be... I literally hit the dab one night last week. I had to sit down. I was getting really, really hot. Couldn't move for like 10 minutes. Uh-uh, I, I didn't you. lose. <coughs> Are you just taking it like a champ? Like, it doesn't, it just. We trained for this. <laughs> I mean, has anyone out smoked you? Probably not. I'm not from this world. <laughs> nah, nah, not yet. Snoop, Not yet. what are Snoop and Be Real sessions like? Thick smoke. <laughs> but I think the the 
the thickest smoking sessions I ever have are with Burner. Like oh, that ass straight sure. up. Oh, okay. You know, like we smoke out a studio. Right. Because unlike any other person that I've that I've been in the studio with, we'll come both of us with crazy jars and bags of weed and we're constantly, you know, introducing each other to these different flavors. Right. And whoever's in the studio with us is like, oh shit, this is like awesome. Cause we're sharing with everybody that's right. there. We're not like just me and him smoking it up. We're like letting anyone that's in there break up. Right. And 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 roll up with us. You know what I'm saying? So they can experience it as well. So I gotta tell you that the sessions with Burner, even even over some of our Cypress Hill sessions have been some of the smokiest fucking sessions I've ever been. Oh, wow. Real talk. Bobo <laughs> in there smoking? Bobo smokes. Well, not right now, but oh, yeah. he does smoke. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Bert, when Burner and I work together, man, it's, it's the, the studio is a box. That's the smoke box. <laughs> Straight the fuck up. Has he done the smoke box? Yeah, he's done it, um, I'm going to say, three times. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. He did it once uh, with Wiz. Once. Oh, wow. You guys were in there together? Yeah, yeah. He did it once with Wiz. Uh, you know, it was actually with Wiz, and he wanted Taylor Gang representation, so Burner was in the back with Ricky P, and uh, I can't remember who else was back there. Mm. But uh, then Burner did a box with him and I, and then we did another one where it was like multiple heads in the box it was i think it was in a in the at the the a-team van at paid dues or rock the bells oh, man one of those, those are the good times where we did we did the smoke box there but in a van wow and i think he was in one of those too so i think he's in three of them yeah wow. burn burns been in a few of them <laughs> that's awesome and yeah i feel like he doesn't get the recognition as an artist too he should because right. realistically He's a dope rapper too. For sure. And the beats that he picks like are fucking slamming. Like the dude could have been an A and R at any Damn. fucking uh record company. Right. So they should have swooped him up <laughs> and and put him in a position like that because the dude knows good music. Right. And uh definitely knows good smoke too, that's <laughs> for sure. That's beautiful. And I'm from the Bay, so you know. Hey man, from LA Bay to the area. Bay. Yeah, right. California. We right. Know, we know how to party, right? right? West Coast, the best coast. All right. I'm with that. I'm dead. Okay. Speaking of uh, legendary, uh, just legendary, uh, shout out to Fredro Star. He posted on his Instagram Oh, remember today. we were talking about yeah. that? Yeah. So it came to life. Uh, Fredro Star manifested on, in our Vlad interview that Onyx was going to go head to head with Cypress Hill in a motherfucking versus. <laughs> and it's happening on May 14th. How does it feel? Did you guys announce it today? Yeah, I believe it it got announced. Today. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fredro posted today. Yeah. It's it's I I knew it was going to happen the minute he said it just because, you know, when someone like Fredro says that say like I want to go, we want to go against it's significant because that's Onyx. That's right. Fredro, I mean, come on, we know that. And, you know, I think he felt that would be a good one for the people. And uh, they're going to get a good one. I promise you that. <laughs> Wait, when you found out, what was your reaction? And when did you find out? Uh, 
I mean, I sort of knew this was going to happen the minute he said it. Oh, okay. For real. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I, I think that maybe the guys from Triller heard that and be like, yo, that would be ill. Yeah. Because there are similar um, things within our get down, right? Like they're all about energy and pump and getting the crowd moshing and stage diving like like we do. Right. And I feel like they think that would be a great a great matchup because of those um aspects and those vibes and whatnot. So when I did the math the the minute I heard you know what he said, I'm like, this is happening. Yeah. And so, so you was didn't it, have to go through any of the back end to make it happen because so, it just happened. Yeah, so it you. was it wasn't a surprise to me. Yeah. You know, I was like, all right, it's now it's let's be ready to put that show on. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> have y'all picked the songs yet? <laughs> uh, Is the track list in the works? I gotta well, know. Well, you know, our, our thoughts are in the game for sure. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we ain't never in it to take number two spot. <laughs> so, so we, you know, we're, yeah, we're crafting it. You got to. You got to give those dudes their respect. They're, you know, they got a strong get down. And yeah. they, you can't, you can't underestimate anybody, you know, especially from the 90s golden era of hip hop who fucking had hit songs that toured the world. And, you know, they got. Mu- they have music that stretches, you know what right. I'm saying? So, like, you can't ever underestimate that. What we are going to do is put on a good show for the motherfuckers there watching Facts. and the people watching the stream because, yeah, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Wait, that's so beautiful. It's going to be in L.A.? Yeah, I believe uh, it's going to be at the Forum. Oh, wow, the Forum. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if I'm giving away too much. Oh, but no, that's what you I heard know. it here so, first. I don't know. Cut the social clip ASAP. No, I'm just kidding. Word. Um, trivia question? Sure. In 2004, the United Nations estimated that approximately 22.5 million people used cannabis how often? I'm going to give you four choices. Oh, shit. <laughs> I made it easier. <laughs> okay. A. <For> who? <laughs> All right. A. You have a 25% chance. Yeah. A, one time per day, B, three times a week, C, one time per week, D, two times a month. Hmm. And one of these are oh, average. this is great. Yeah. One, one of these are average. Yeah. All right. Repeat, repeat that again. <laughs> a, one time per day, B, three times a week, C, one time per week, D, two times a month. I'm going to oh, go. Tyra- giving you answers I, i'm gonna go with a three. Ooh, uh, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll do the visual effects um it's one time per day yay oh, listen y'all got smoke, smoke, smoke. Got, y'all got to step it up out there that ain't enough to deal with the yeah. stress in life you want That's healing tr- three times a week Preach. at least come on i was gonna say mike but there's a mic in one, front of you one time a week uh-huh Once a day, seven times a week. Oh. That's still not enough. <laughs> Three times a day. Three times a day. <laughs> seven <laughs> days a week. That's that's my math right there. Man. At least, at the minimum. You want to be well? That's the key right there. 
Yeah. I know you mentioned edibles earlier, but oh. this is a gift from Kana, Kana Treats. This is their new buddies brand. Wait, I, I think I saw somewhere you don't really like edibles. Oh, you do. I fucks with them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You'll dabble. You'll dabble. They yeah. also have a vegan option. Right on. You know. I appreciate that. Right? For all the vegans out there of the world. Right. Have you considered? I fucks with it now and then, like, you know, like, I mix up my diets. Yeah. Yeah. Some, like, there'll be times I'll just do, like, a vegan diet and then I respect mix it that. Up. Yeah. I feel like you have good discipline. I try. Not all the time. No <laughs> one's perfect, but I try. That's admirable for a stoner. You realize that, right? <laughs> I didn't think about it, but thank you. Yeah. Okay, so now you got to smoke. But this isn't a punishment because it's G-Pen and it's studding glass. And it's your own collab with Dr. Green Thumb. Mm. Um. Is it time to hit the stun? Yeah, I know I mean, you we, have a stun on your show. Yeah, we do this one. Um, yeah, <laughs> very familiar. Um, Stunning in myself. So yeah. I feel like this is a reward, not a punishment. Nah, it's never a punishment to Th- you know, get true. well. That's true, and you know to pull it out. Yeah. The gold and green is sort of like what our what our colors are. There's a, also a variation of black and gold, but like in the collaborations we do with G Pen, it's the gold and green. Mm. And stunned in two. That's beautiful. There we go. Usually we let this first one go because (laughs) it's not smoky enough. And we get that second one. And then we double click again. Tutorial for y'all who just got your stunning glasses at home and need to know how to work it. Instructional video right here. So you get your fresh hit on. Look at the trippy little tip y'all have. <laughs> Damn, he is a pro. Right. <laughs> was that enough for y'all? Was that? Was that it? Right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's Wait. the way we do it over on on uh, the Green Thumb Show. We flip it. And we keep clicking so that we do perpetual hits. Right. I had Ricky Williams on my show. You know Ricky Williams? Absolutely. Love him. He said the first night he got his, he was just going all night. Just fucking. Yeah. A lot of people use it with flour, but we do it like this with this. It's better? With the G-Pan Connect. Yeah. Better with the the concentrates to, to fuck with this for us. Right. In our opinion, we fuck with that. Yeah. I love that. Real quick, G-Pen is celebrating its 10-year anniversary this year. Uh, when were you first introduced to the original G-Pen, and how was that first-time experience? Oh, it was when they were doing those first little pens. Like Those are fire. Yeah. It, oh, my God, the ones that hung on the lanyard? Yeah, those two. Oh, okay. But, but it was before those two. Oh, okay. that, like They've been around a long time. Yeah. I mean, they. I remember um, their first collaborations – that they did were with Action Bronson and and Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg had a, um, his pen was like a, a blue rag style. It was, it was pretty fucking dope. And Action Bronson, I can't remember what his, the style of his pen was, but, you know, <laughs> we, we've been, we've been, you know, familiar with them since way back then. And before they did that collab, Right. And uh, so it was just like a, a natural, organic 
relationship that ended up being, you know, us collabing with them in the end and doing uh, the dash, the roam and the connect and eventually the stunned in glass, you know, Um, because we've known each other for years and we've always crossed paths and we always talked about collaborating and, you know, but it it, it all had to make sense. And so, you know, we finally all came to the table with some things that made sense and you know it's been it's been a good collaboration these the the stunning glass and the connect when we put them in the dispensaries um the green thumb dispensaries i mean fuck they fly off the shelf really that's beautiful the dash does too but like really the stunning glass like our our los angeles shop most of the time can't keep it in stock right because it goes real quick real quick you mentioned dr green thumb dispensary uh, I heard you're opening a new one uh, near LAX. Yeah. Um, so smart. <laughs> yes, yeah, near LAX. Uh, it's opening April 16th. We're also dropping a new uh, a new brand in the flower product area, which is Dr. Green Thumb Flowers. So it's, you know, it's, it's like a premium but affordable brand in comparison to what we do with Insane. Like that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. The higher up shit, you know what I'm saying? For and sure. and uh the Dr. Green Thumb bags will be like more affordable, but it's fire in those bags. And we we did a collab with a lot of legacy farmers mm. and uh we're hot hi- we're highlighting those farms that we did those collabs with within the flavors that are in those bags and stuff like that. So, you know, that one's gonna be cool. We're like we're setting up a good one for that one, April sixteenth. So yeah, we're excited. How about does that. it feel? Just coming from where you came from to now be owning like multiple dispensaries. Like, did you ever think you'd have, like, just have owning one dispensary, but you have multiple? Well, you know, to be honest, in when when we were advocating and, and doing the music about the shit, we never thought about having a brand in cannabis. We just thought, yeah, it should be legal. And then, all your shit is the song names. That's just genius. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. You know, we just thought it should be legal. And we were going to talk about it because, you know, we believe that. And in, in, in we were like living that, you know, like the advocacy of it, like um, getting educated on the freedom fighters. Like, you know, the people that would talk about legalization and stuff mm, like that. Facts. Jack Herrera and Rosenthal and, and uh, many of the dudes that went to jail for a very long time. Um to, you know, because of the cannabis industry and what it was before it is what it is now, right? Right. And that sort of, you know, sort of gave us a little charge, you know, like in the music and stuff like that. So, you know, coming into this, you know, this industry, it gave us a little head start on game there. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we never thought that that shit, we knew it was possible for something like this to happen because we seen what was happening in Amsterdam oh, and, wow. and like thought, well, fuck, you know, if they're, if they're doing it here, right. we could do this back home. Right. And sure enough, you know, we're, we're proving that right now. We're living in that right now. Right. Ca- you know, California is one of the, <laughs> I mean, it's the place where the, all the best cannabis is. Right. And that's hands down from, North California, Northern California, Southern, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. From the indoor to the outdoor. Um, We got the best cannabis in the fucking world. Right. 
and and we can lean and we can lean on that. Right. Wait. How bad are the taxes though? But our taxes are shit. <laughs> and 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 you know, look, here here's what it is. Um that shit's crazy. The, the industry right now before the corporations get involved and stuff like that, they should be or we should be creating a lobby group to bring those taxes down before those people create their lobby group to 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 go bring the taxes down because if they do it a lot of the the um a lot of the businesses that are like mom and pop style they're going to get flushed out right you know the independent business with sure. maybe not the big financial backing and shit like that they're going to get flushed out right when that comes that's crazy you know what i mean so and then what's going to happen once they get flushed out those lobbyists are going to make it favorable to those corporations right because that's what they're there for hey go get these taxes down in our name we'll do this 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 and that and they go and try to push this agenda right if our industry does it before them they can control that part of it but if they don't and they let some other group do that you're going to be subject to whatever the regulations are that flush you out so that's game right there. Yeah. I mean, people can do what they want, but that's right. that's what should happen before we allow them to do that. Mm. Speaking of uh, just being an advocate for cannabis, um, shout out to 40 Tons Brand. Um, you met them earlier. <laughs> More gifts. Yeah. <laughs> but this right. one is special. Um, I know you were in the documentaries oh, called shit. Smoke with Nas, right? That's right. Um, so yeah, you helped get someone who had a life sentence for 40 tons of weed out of jail. That's wild. That's honestly wild. I mean. Like a life sentence? Yeah. For weed? I mean, that's, that's how bad it was. I mean, look. Right. Our group and our group and groups like ours in, in that time when we were in the early nineties going into places where it was unfriendly to cannabis users and going on stage talking about that shit and smoking it right in their fucking face. I mean, we took big chances in that time, but they never came at us and they allowed us to connect with those fucking fans in those places so that they received this fucking message. And, you know, we were, we were fortunate because realistically, you know, they were giving hell to anyone fucking around um advocating for cannabis anywhere right you know like at the cannabis rallies you know they they allowed you to have it but they were constantly you know trying to throw obstacles to anyone in 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 those regions that were trying to advocate for advocate for legalization right making it hard for them to do their events and all this other shit right you know and we were just going from venue to venue like, you're going to see this. You're going to smell this. You're going to witness this. Right. And, and you know, it, it grew. Like, everybody got more free about, like, you know what? Fuck that. We're going to do it like them. They smoked like it didn't matter. So, fuck it. We're going to smoke like it doesn't matter either. And it it became okay to be a smoker. Because beforehand, you know, it's taboo. Like you know, all the all the stereotypes. Like these motherfuckers are lazy. They're they're they can't get shit done. They, you know, this that and the other. And a lot of us proved all that bullshit wrong. Right. 
with our, with our work at ethic, with our responsibility, with our accountability. Work ethic. I'm so big on shit. work ethic, y'all. Oh, I my mean, God. We broke those stereotypes, and we showed that, you know, a lot of us are actually functional on a high level. Yo, No facts. pun intended. <laughs> facts. But, okay, I feel like there are a lot of, sto- like, people that, like, a lot of people smoke only at night, like, and yeah. that, you know, they... Well, because they know, like, you know what? I can only smoke at night because this shit drags me down. Because most likely they smoke the strong, which is like some indica yeah. or some shit like that. Some heavy shit or something crossed yeah. with the indica that has more indica in that cross than anything. Right? right. They like the heavy shit and they know the heavy shit puts them to sleep. Right. So they'll smoke. They'll wait till nighttime to smoke that shit. <laughs> they might smoke some lighter shit during the day if they do. You know what I'm saying? But, like, people know. They they know what they like. Yeah. It's only the beginners that don't. And they sort of got to make their what They make they got to make their journey through it if they were, they're trying <laughs> to get into the smoke culture for whatever reason, wh- whether it's they're curious or it's for their health, right. like medical. Yeah. They're trying to use that as an alternative right. therapy as opposed to using pharmaceuticals. For which, sure. You know, um, more people are doing than for not. sure um you know th- there's a starting point <laughs> it's for where sure. your tolerance is at right there yeah you got to know that and whoever you go get that medicine from <laughs> you need to let them know that like i'm just, i'm a beginner right <laughs> show me the beginner weed right now Yo. don't give me that other shit i gotta work up to that <laughs> that's what that's what a beginner should tell themselves <laughs> Instead of trying to go for the gusto off the top, Yo. because it's the shit to do. Dang, you could have a bad experience like that. Like most so, people who don't smoke have a bad experience. I yeah, like. like if you're a first time smoker and you're coming to California, one of these fucking legalized states, right? And you go into a dispensary, dispensary, and your you know your friends are like <laughs> stoners and you ain't, and they tell you, oh 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 oh, get that OG right there, <laughs> and they're I like, love OG, and then. That person, for the first time, if they smoke that shit to their head or even take a few puffs and they're not used to that weed, they're fucking having mad anxieties. Right. And they ain't never smoking again. <laughs> and that's real shit. Facts. So, you know, you got <laughs> you to gotta ask questions and, and go at a pace. You know? Was that personal experience? Not for me, oh, no. okay. But I've seen people like, you know, oh, I've seen it. people try to <laughs> smoke that particular weed. And, for the first time. And they're out. Bugged the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember because um, we were some of the first with that OG and we took it on tour with us. Yeah. We were in Michigan somewhere and we were we were backstage with a bunch of our friends and, and there was this chick that was with one of our friends and she was talking about, oh, I'm a big stoner. What do you got, Cypress Hill? Show <laughs> us what you got. And you and, and took like, the challenge. We're like, okay. <laughs> we rolled up one of our OGs and we I'm even dead. gave him and we even gave a warning. We were like, yo, and this was back in ninety fucking ninety-eight, ninety-nine, something like that, right? Yeah. We tell uh we t- we tell her, hey, look, we know you say you're a big stoner, but don't hit that weed hard because this shit is like nothing you ever smoke. So <laughs> just sl- trust, slow the fucking roll. Right. And she didn't listen to us. She hit that shit like 
like she had big lungs. She, you know, and then tried to hold it in the dumb shit. <clears throat> she coughed her ass off. And Damn. Like, you know, and eventually, two, three minutes later, she's like talking about like, what's in that weed? What did you put in that weed? That's not just weed. I've, I've never smoked weed. Like that whole Cheech freak out. Like when you see Cheech freak out in a Cheech Aww. and Chong movie um, on the acid freak, like that type of thing. She did that shit on, on that OG. And that's because she ain't never had no weed like that. Yeah. And I tried to warn her, you know, and that's what happens to somebody who's never smoked that weed before. You might have smoked other weed and shit, but that one right there is powerful. And right. <laughs> Wow. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, trivia question real quick. Oh, man. What is the most viewed video on YouTube right now and how many views? Oh, I don't know that. I really thought you might know this. And I was like, wow, he might get this. I might not. <laughs> I got no idea. Yes, we're going to get you a THC infused cocktail. <laughs> oh, shit. You got you to gotta, like give me some options. What? <laughs> like, what are the top three? Oh, top. Dang. I don't know. Like to compare other. to, like who, like there's got to be a choice. Well, you're getting this anyway. Yeah, you're oh, getting right. this anyways. This is from Drink Loud. These are These... Oh. Okay. Oh wait, really? We can infuse them for you now, or we can. You get both of them. The All right. We'll yeah. try right oh wow! Look how beautiful this looks. I'll try this one. Yeah. This is my first time trying. Oh, wow. Wait, why are they not infused? I'm confused. Oh. Yes. Oh. Even he said it. Even he said it. Like, why where are the infused them? ones? The dog's like fucking oh, infused, about to infuse man. Them. Can we infuse her? Uh, yeah. Sorry, my operation is to get you as lit as possible. Why is barking? It's like, infuse those shits right now. Damn, Yo, speaking of, why does he have no Shirley Temple soda? Can y'all fix that? Thank you. Yeah, it's at the top. So she, should he mix it? Do it. Give All right, I'll mix. mix it. Slim, what did you? Why did you get? Slim's got my back right here. Yeah. Facts. Facts. That's right. He's with Doctor Green Thumb right now. You feel me? Oh wait. Oh. We're about to. Do you like the? We're getting you a cucumber one as well. Um, That's pretty good. Oh, shoot. What? Stir that shit. It's like, stir that shit, bye. Hey. <laughs> like, stir. Oh. All right. Where's the you soda? Say stir it. Oh. So usually they're supposed to greet you with this when you arrive. I'm sorry we oh. dropped the ball there, but Shirley Temple Soda. Cheers. Um, <laughs> it's not infused. It's not infused. I love when they drink it. That's I'm so good. happy right now. It's good? good. I don't need sound effects. Cairo, get on the sound effects. I'm just kidding. I know, facts. The human beatbox. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. I want to ask you a million questions, but... Cypress Hill, y'all just went number one That's fucking on good. the hip-hop charts. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we Wait, were. Is it bomb? Yeah, everyone clap. Those are bomb. Wait, clap for Encore. This is so full circle, guys. Oh, my God. These are real claps they're and both, they're virtual. 
They're both. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. all I see them up there. All right, all right, all right. These are bomb. <laughs> these are good. Which yeah, one do you are... like better? I kind of like the cucumber one. Okay, I thought that looked better. Okay, can I just talk about the way you guys shaved the cucumber and twirled it on the stick? Like that takes effort. Do you see that? I'm just yeah, a that's, moment of appreciation. That's razor sharp. <laughs> Moment of appreciation. How does it feel to go number one? Congratulations. I didn't expect it. You know, I don't think none of us expected it because we don't expect shit like that. You know, it just sort of happens. So because we've been sitting on this album for a while, we had, we were, you know, putting out the last one. We already had this one ready. Right. It was just we were tweaking it from that time to now. So um, it feels good, though, shit. Like, 30 years later, I mean, we celebrated our, our 30-year anniversary as a group this year. Wow. Uh, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Thank you. Yeah, um, that's incredible. Yeah, for, for you know, like, from our first album. And in, in, um, in, uh, it was actually uh, last year was the 30-year anniversary. We're on 31. But, um, you know, we were celebrating that. And so next, the following year, we put out this album, we were just putting out this fucking album. It wasn't like we were expecting any charting or any shit like that because we know how this game works, right? So the way that the industry got it is that it's a young man's game, right? right? And our group's been around 32, um, 30, 31 years That's now. Incredible. I'm 52. So, like, the way that it's built is that, like, they they put hip-hop and rap in this young man's game like because they they only know how to market and promote to young folks people that grow with that group throughout the years and they get older and all of a sudden you know their lives change and shit they still like the music but it's like they don't connect to it as quickly as they used to because no one knows how to market and promote to them they only know how to promote to the young folks and so radio they follow suit to that shit too so Groups in my era, we rarely get like the radio slots and and all that shit like that. You know what right. I mean? So you don't expect to see that. So when you know our shit charted on the on Apple Music or iTunes hip hop chart, it's we, the first time I saw it, it was at number three, and I thought, oh shit, number three, cool. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even expect that, and then it popped to number one, and it held there for a while. And it's still, you know, sort of holding up now. That's but, huge. But it's it's like, you know, that that goes to say that what these labels and, and, and radio stations have perpetuated that it's just a young man's game for this long. That goes to show you that's bullshit. Yeah. Because even without their support, people made that number one hip hop right. album over a lot of records that came out in that in that you know, on that day. Right. So salute to the people out there that, that did that. Cause y'all, y'all did that. We didn't, we just put out the record, but y'all really did that. That's beautiful. And just shout out to, cause I do interviews for Vlad. Yeah. Salute to Vlad. Yeah. I seen, he said y'all were friends like yeah in the beginning. Yeah. We're still, Vlad and I are still friends. That's you know, crazy. Every once in a while I'll do, um, Vlad TV whenever he, yeah, whenever whenever he, he asks hits me. you. And, you know, yeah. like I always keep it 1,000 with him. Yeah, you know? for so, sure. So, um, yeah, we cool. And sometimes he comes over to Be Real TV and he'll do the, the, the Dr. Green Thumb show. I know he's done a smoke box too, right? Yeah, I think he's but he doesn't really box. show his face. Not so much. Not these days. <laughs> Yo, that's real. Yeah. That's real. 
it's kind of hard these days when you think about what motherfuckers are doing out there, you know, trying to follow motherfuckers home and damn, you know, and jack fools up, you know, when when that's scary when you're when you're a, a high profile figure, if if you're smart, you take that into account and you try not to be in places that motherfuckers might be like, oh, there he is. We're going we're gonna to follow him home. Yo, that's awful. Yeah, so you got to think about that shit these days. And I think Vlad's always got that on the mind. Right. You know what I mean? So For sure. You don't see him out as much. For sure. And he's a businessman. And he's a businessman. <laughs> oh, I was going to read you this mental health statistic. All right. Um, In the aftermath of a shooting, a person may experience a number of symptoms that would be considered part of an ac- acute stress disorder response. Or if they persist beyond one month, a PTSD response. Um. You were shot at 17 years old. Was there any type of trauma? Like, Yeah, there's PTSD behind that in terms of like it was the, the sound of, of the shots. But, you know, I was gangbanging at the time. So, right. you know, I was, you on, out here. I was on both ends of the gun. Like there was times where I was on, on the end giving it and obviously on the end of taking it. So with that, when you stop that, when it's an everyday thing, it it's 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 not PTSD. You're living it. You're going through it. It's right. it's it's second nature. It's like yeah, and like that type of thing, right? But when you get away from it, which I did with the music with Cypress Hill and all right. that, right? Um, as I was leaving it, the sound of any kind of pop that's awful would, would definitely be like put me on like guard, like oh shit, right? You know. And uh, that ha- that that ha- that that kept around for about a year and a half, and then with enough time on the road, oh really? Like That's focusing, what helped you? Yeah, focusing awesome. on focusing on the work and the shows and the responsibility of doing the 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 promo, the interviews, the fucking videos, and all that shit. It took me out of that frame of mind. Whenever I heard something like yeah, that, it didn't yeah. bother me so much right. anymore. You know what I mean? But that right. first year and a half was like, yeah. Anytime <laughs> I heard a pop, I was like always on like, damn. You know, we got to be sure. on guard. And and not for nothing, what people didn't know in that time is that we were all like heavy carrying yeah. firearms on us. Like each, like when we'd roll somewhere, we'd roll like 15, 20 people deep. 15, and, 20? And everybody had a fucking a pistol on them. You know, we, we were like cowboys in that time and, and because we come from this certain culture and we know how shit is. Sometimes when you when you start doing good, your enemies don't feel good for you. Right. They're not Haters. celebrating you. They're like looking at you like, we really want to get this motherfucker now. And we were always on guard. So, you know, we were packing heaters all the time back then. Right. And, uh you know, that that was to stay safe. For sure. I had Freeway Rick Ross on my show. He was talking about how he gets night he, he gets nightmares from just, you know, being in jail. Do you so do you ever get nightmares? No, nah, I don't necessarily get right. that, that no nah. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I, I would imagine like some do. Yeah. But I nah, Nightmares I are awful. I don't remember shit though. Not of that shit. I, I, just I, I don't have nightmares of that. that Slim, don't sniff. <laughs> that never comes back to me, you know. That, oh, like, okay. In, in terms of like, you know, I I've accepted who I was then, and I accept who I am now. Like, it's two different, 
right. motherfuckers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, it's always being appreciation of, of what I have now and making amends for the 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 bullshit I did then. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that that life ain't for nobody. Can you talk about the time you became a priest? <laughs> An Ifa priest? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. It's it's uh it's spiritual awakening. You become yeah. a priest. I mean it's been in my family for a uh, long time through you know my mother she got, you know, she had family in Cuba and they were they were spiritually connected through, you know, Santeria and, and uh, Ifa and all that, which is the same thing. It's yeah. one. And uh, I never really thought about it. I've always been spiritual, not necessarily religious. And that called to me and I had to answer the call. Um <laughs> Because, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> that call to me, I had to answer the call. Yeah. And, I love it. Uh, you know, so, yeah, that's, I, I got connected to it. And I believe it was um, 97, 98. So I've been an Ifa priest since then. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. And I don't do a lot of readings for people because, like, the, the folks I'm around, they, that's not in their belief system. What? Some of my close homies, yes. Yeah. Like, guys in, in the office and stuff like that, they might ask for a reading and, you know, work Aww. that has to be done and stuff like that. But other folks that they might not know that about me, they don't come to, to me about that. <laughs> so I don't work it as much as I hear, as, you. As, I, like, I hear you as other priests do. <laughs> like some priests work it every day because <laughs> it's, you know, might be how they earn a living or maybe that God wants them to work every day. Like right. That in this in this particular thing right and uh so they that's what they do right and uh you know i've been blessed to be put into it you know what i mean it's sure. it's very different and you got to have a stomach for it <laughs> sometimes because you know some people need a lot of work right and uh it, it could be it could be quite crazy sometimes <laughs> when when you're helping someone take some negative energy away from right them, you know what i mean for sure crazy but that yeah wild. that's why okay so we're gonna end with this temple 10 right. are you ready uh-oh <laughs> i've been getting them all wrong all night <laughs> <laughs> wait no these aren't it's not oh, trivia yeah oh thank god fuck these are fun all right i created these because it right. was fun <laughs> it's fun all right um first question favorite emoji <laughs> Uh, favorite emoji. Do you use emojis? I, you know, <laughs> I think we all use flame emoji a lot. Flame, flame. Facts. But I like the joint emoji or a B emoji. You know, oh. it's known as the okay, but <laughs> I see uh, a joint that should be there. So that's the ghost joint emoji. Wait, or they're throwing I'm start up. Start using that. Or they're throwing up. Be real, <laughs> unconsciously. You know what I'm saying? So. That's hilarious. Uh, favorite munchies. Favorite munchies. Favorite favorite munchies. Technically munchies snacks. Uh, you know, like, I really don't do munchies, but if, if I... Really? Like, How do you... Because I, I, I've been smoking so long, it doesn't hit me oh. like that, you know, but if it does... If in, in your blood. <laughs> if and when it does, you know, rocky road is always the Ooh. my path. You know what I'm saying? It's rocky, but it's the road. Wait, the chocolate bar or yeah, the ice cream? No, the ice cream. Oh, okay. 
That is bomb. The marshmallows. You know what I mean? Shit. Next time we're going to have Rocky Road ice <laughs> or cream. Or some Bart's barbecue. Any Anything from Bart's barbecue. I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. What is that? Oh, no. It's in got, L.A.? Listen, I'm going to make sure you experience I'm kind of, I right? don't really fuck with meat it's, like that. Okay, so, well, no, he does other shit, too. <laughs> okay, okay. But, he, like, if you did, he's, <laughs> right. we call him the brisket king. He's oh, like, wow. He's, like, on some serious barbecue shit. Right. He's one of the best. So I gotta ask, do you ha- do you smoke before you eat? Because it tastes better, right? Uh, I smoke all the time, so oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Who I guess I guess technically, I guess I guess technically, yeah, right. I smoke before and after, never during. Yeah, facts. I feel you on that. Yeah, and then you're passing the joint. Do you, you don't pass joints? No, 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 we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we used to, you know, but like before, COVID, hell no. Nah. Before, see. Like for us, it was before COVID. For like, sure, uh, two things, right? Like, so we do the smoke box, yeah, and and uh, that's an interview. Obviously, we're for in the sure. car, and that's coming back in April. It's coming back in April, and <laughs> we found that like sharing the joint with someone, someone sometimes people like to talk and they forget that you're. Sharing oh my the gosh! Joint. Yeah, yeah, and you might be waiting forever for that joint, right? And. Who knows if they, they might be a little sick, but they're not saying anything, Yo. but they're hitting that joint and passing it to you. And I got sick one time. Oh, no. That's from, so gross, that feeling. From You're someone. Like, oh. So, like, and this was before any of the pandemic shit. So I said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to do this, this shit in this car. Everybody's going to smoke their own joint. Yeah. Because I don't want to take a chance. And I think it looks better. Like, my whole thing was, like, these old-ass men be fucking smoking the cigars to themselves and that shit ain't worth half of what one of our joints is. Why not we smoke these joints to our head? Right. We could still be like partaking together, but it's, you know, it's more refined, right? Yeah. And you ain't going to get somebody sick. Yeah. Right? So it looked better as well, right? So we adopted that outside of the car. So like when, when you're at Be Real TV, you'll notice that no one's passing any joints in there everybody's smoking one to the head right and that's why my crew is the stoniest because if we do it like that nobody's sharing no joints it's like everybody's smoking fat ones to the fucking head most of the day right and uh, it's a crazy environment you know but we get it done and i think people are surprised that on the level that we do that shit at and still get all of our shit. Facts. Done. Respect. <laughs> Mad respect. But I know you don't smoke tobacco. Oh these boy. are just gifts. This is from Slapwood. All right. I'll give these to Pedro. Right. <laughs> right. And these are Al Capones. All right. Which are a hit on the East Coast. I don't know if you've heard of them. But My God. Showered with gifts. That, this is, <laughs> that's like, uh, you know. You know. It's like a phrase I've never said. Like, I was showered with gifts. Now right. I can say it. Someone called me the female Nardmor one time, and that was the best compliment I've ever gotten. You're almost Oprah. I'm waiting for. Oh my gosh! To... Oh my gosh! The weed the Oprah. Weed Oprah. <laughs> Fuck Shirley Temple. <laughs> New show idea. Yep. Wow. So weed. All you got to do is get a little audience and start giving them the gift bags. Right Wait. The weed. The Oprah. weed Oprah. Wow. Wopra. Okay, so B, when that happens, you're gonna be my first guest. <laughs> Shit, I'll be the I'll be the guy that announces you. Hey, yes! and now, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Well, look at this marketing plan coming together right now. <laughs> I can't wait. 
I can't wait. They'll be like, who's the old guy? Oh, that's just the guy that fucking <laughs> on. He starts the show. <laughs> wait. Oh, shit. While we're here, so you know how I tried to get you last week? And it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. We were going to have the backdrop be weed, but oh, leave weaves. Okay. Wait, weed leaves. Weed yeah, I leaves, said that. Right. Yes. You feel me? You feel I, me? I that would have been. That works. Right? Right? Okay. Yeah. Back to the Temple 10. Wow. See, I get distracted. Let's go. Uh, biggest pet peeve when it comes to cannabis? This is a great question. Biggest pet peeve when it comes to cannabis? Fuck. <laughs> That's, that, I mean, there's a lot. Right. Right? Because. <laughs> You know, when people come with you and say that they have this and it's not what they say they have. Yeah. That's one. Like, yo, I got this fucking fire OG and it's not OG. <laughs> or, you know, because people used to do that shit a lot. Right. When you see Damn. the bag, you're like, again. <laughs> right. That's that's one. Yeah. And then, you know, you might have folks in your circle that, you know, they'll smoke everybody's weed, but they won't smoke none of their weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'll come get in the circle and partake, and you know they got a jar, but they ain't rolling none of their shit up. And I don't know if it's because they feel it's inferior or they're just like, nah, I ain't smoking my weed with none of them, but I'm smoking their weed. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking... That's pretty stank to me, too. Okay, but you know? when you were a naive stoner and you were just getting into it, whatever, you were never like, oh, shit, I want to... I, I hope they give me a hit. Like, that never happened in your dream uh, not really i feel like I, I was at that phase for sure like i right. was always in circles where like hey you better hit this shit right here oh, okay yeah <laughs> that makes sense that makes sense hey hit this shit <laughs> all right right cool. we're gonna hit this right here i was probably with someone that didn't smoke <laughs> oh, nah, you know i was with aggressive stoners you know what i mean <laughs> yo try this shit i yo like okay and do you get that <laughs> Oh, no, not anymore. Okay, no yeah, one. I was going to say. But back when I was younger, yeah. yeah. Hey, try this shit. All right. Yeah, but chill. Try it. Yeah, I mean, fuck, my first bong hit was probably at 13. You oh, know, wow. Like, Your lungs <laughs> I, didn't, even... I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing, but that's what we were doing. We were hitting a fucking bong at, at, at like, probably, yeah, 13, 12, 13. Damn. We're a little green acrylic bong that graphics used to make. Now, you know, my group of, of homies, we hung out with this homie that was maybe a couple years older than us. Oh, okay. And he was like a little gangster motherfucker, you know. And we would go to his crib. <laughs> so after. were you, though, right? <laughs> not at that time. Oh, okay. Not at that time. Nah, nah, not at that time. Um, But we would go hang out with him. And, you know, <laughs> he'd be fucking hitting the bong. And he'd be like, here, hit this. <laughs> Like, he was sharing his weed with us. He didn't have to, neither, because we, I yeah. mean, fuck. I, Don't I you feel like weed is just such a sharing, loving co community, culture, just everything? You it know? was. You it know? was. It was. And I think it still is to yeah, a degree. Yeah, I still think so. I think the business of it is, is, is kind of grimy sometimes, but, like, the culture of it is still there, like the love. Right. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Okay, back to Tumble 10. Uh Who's on your smoke bucket list? It was Willie Nelson, oh. but I don't know if he smokes anymore. I think he does edibles. Oh, okay. Um, but um, if there was a smoke, you know, like 
I always heard that Rihanna smokes. So oh, I, I would love that. Oh my gosh, y'all heard it here first. I, I would like to have real challenges, Rihanna. No, I'm just challenges. kidding. No, just kidding. Come on. Sorry, uh, just have to go viral real quick. I, you know, I would like to have her in a smoke box. Oh, because, wow. Like, there, there was, Let's speak that into existence. I remember there was a picture of her out there one time Rolling breaking up some weed on, on a security security's head. head. Yeah. Iconic. And I was like, shit, Iconic. right? Iconic. Hey, give me that one right there, right? right. So, like, I looked at that. I'm like, shit, Rihanna got to be in the smoke box. Right. But, I mean, you know, that's that's a wish list thing. I mean, who knows? She's, you know, she's busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. She's a busy person. Right. So we'll, we'll see. And she's about to be a mama. And she's about to be a mom. But I know she's going to want to smoke one after all that. Right. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I'll give her the bag of flavors. We all know the yeah. Dr. Green Thumb got the prescriptions all day. Ooh. Miley, Talk Cy- shit. Miley Cyrus, Cyrus too. Oh, okay. Oh, we, she she smokes your weed. I don't or, know if she smoked our. Oh, well, you want to smoke with her? Got I, you. I, I would, Ooh, I would Miley, have her in TikTok? the smoke box too. You feel me? We used to call her Miley Cypress because we knew she smoked. You know. Yo, don't you just love when you find out people smoke? You're like, oh, bet. First- I, you know, I'm I'm not surprised now. Like I used to be. Like when you see someone, you're like, oh shit, you. You're here in the circle, <laughs> you know. Like now, I'm not necessarily surprised because people are more open about. I feel you being a stoner and shit. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I fucking smoke. Yeah, I'm not like all out there, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, worst edible trip. Worst edible. If you could trip. summarize. Yes, no, I, yeah. Well, oh. I don't know. If, I don't know if you could consider it ed- uh, an edible because I think it was. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, I had these, I had these like, um, I guess they were cupcakes, right? And I thought they were just infused cupcakes. And you know how we do, right? They tell you only eat this much, but right. you eat that much. Yeah. And little did I know that that was not an edible cupcake. That was like, you know, with psychedelic shit in it. So when I bit into it and I, I'm eating it, I'm like, this shit tastes Crazy. Oh wow! And I real, you know, and I realized I had eaten, you know, a fucking cupcake with mushrooms in it yeah. or something, and that was the trippiest one I ever had. But like with weed, um, I never had a bad a bad go, you know, off of You've edibles. Been... It just hit me slower than I expected it to oh. hit me. You know what I mean? I was like. I, I ate the whole shit like we normally do. Like yeah. again, like they tell you eat half and I <laughs> ate the whole thing. Yo. And, and out of nowhere it just took me and I was watching some shit that wasn't funny at all, laughing at it the whole time. <laughs> you know? What was it? Uh, <laughs> probably if I remember correctly, it was the exorcist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like oh my- I was watching that shit so high, like no. on that shit, and I don't even know why I was watching. Be that. real, I'm in the movie theater, scared shitless. Like I, you know, I never liked that movie as as a kid or even <laughs> as an adult, but for some reason, I was watching that stupid ass movie <laughs> while I was on that fucking edible, and I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> That's so like, funny. And, 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 and I knew in that moment that that edible hit me. Yeah. I changed the channel because I wanted to, wanted to be watching something more up. For sure. After that. But I realized in that moment when I was laughing my ass off at it. Yeah. 
that edible hit the That's fuck lit. out of me. Yeah. Because normally I wouldn't even be watching that movie. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, ah, fuck this movie. For sure. Have you ever seen a scary movie or not even just something like The Exorcist that's so demonic and you're like, oh, my God, why am I watching this satanic movie? Yeah. I hate that shit. There was a couple like that. That's The Exorcist. And, and, you know, like like I was like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm trying to watch it. Did you walk out? There was a, or, there was one or two yeah that I either I watched it at home and I just said fuck that shit or <laughs> there's one or two I might have walked out on on the theater just because I was like you know what fuck this this yeah. movie is just out of here <laughs> but I've the ones I've soldiered through right and said you know what fuck it it's just a movie whatever I don't give a fuck about none of this even though I don't like the vibe of those movies right it's it's got nothing to do with fear because I can watch any of that shit. It's just the vibe of it. Right. And the story that it's telling, right? I feel you. But, like, there was times that I went, and I went with homies who were really, like, they're they're horror flick fans that like to be scared. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And hearing one of our homies, like, get scared in this, (laughs) this, you know, specific scenes and shit, it was everything because he scared everybody else in the theater. Right. So when the part that ma- is supposed to make you jump happens, he makes everybody jump because he's so scared and yeah. he's jumping. It was the most hilarious shit ever. <laughs> like, you know, that's people like, I could go to watch horror movies with people like that because they make it fun because yeah. they're so fucking scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm that person holding my eyes and my ears and like not looking at the screen. I actually get scared. Like when it's jump scary, yeah. how, do, how do you not get scared? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so no no Universal Horror Nights ever for mm, you yeah, in your I haven't, past? I haven't done that one now. Yeah, we me neither, do, actually. We used to do the not scary Oh, yeah, shit. I did that too. Pop a couple of mushrooms and roll through that. Damn. Not anymore, but like, you know. How do you feel about shrooms soon becoming legal? Right? That's great for people because That's I crazy. Think it's, it's a great antidepressant. For sure. Like I, I know that, that a lot of people say that, that when they do the microdose, mm-hmm. it helps for depression. So yeah, 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 yeah for sure. what some folks are saying. Like, I'm not <laughs> the doctor that can validate that. I'm yeah. just saying that. They say that the microdosing is is good for, for sure, for sure, for sure, and other things like you know, yeah, yeah, for your mental, yeah. <laughs> um, favorite tattoo. Uh, favorite tattoo. Uh, <laughs> How many? Damn, you got? I don't know. I don't know if I got a favorite one. Oh, I wow. just it, cartoons work. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like he, he, you know. I was gonna ask what's on your hand, Mister Cartoons work. Oh, this. oh wait, oh you. Mr. Cartoon's fire. Yeah, he's yeah, he's one of the best, if not the. Right. You know what I'm saying? And sure. um I got I got uh, tattooed tattoos from him before, you know, he obviously blew up and yeah. stuff and, and uh when we were coming up and uh and uh you know, like to see where he's at now and be regarded as one of the best that's yeah. fucking amazing right because he show improves like he's done these crazy ass collaborations that no one thought yeah that he was going to get right with the clippers right like designing some of the the lettering and font and look of their uniforms right and then the la original doc damn i mean that shit was everything so right you know, salute to my brothers Estevan 
and Mr. Esteban. Cartoon. I ran into him recently. Yes. At, yeah. The big bro. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I still have his coffee book. Yeah, his his coffee book is awesome. Fire. Right? Yeah. He's got that he's got that knack, that thing. Right. For sure. Uh next question. Favorite sex position. Oh man. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I'm dead. Did Cairo laugh? That's hilarious. I can't even explain it. Okay. <laughs> Look at your your dog right here. He's just oh, like, man, I'm dead, right? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Slim is actually really interested in knowing the answer, right? It's Aren't a metaphor. <laughs> Look at he's like, oh. he's like, man, I'm mad comfortable right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Slim, you want to know the answer, huh? Slim with the tilted brim. Right, right. Does that mean you're answering or you're not answering? <laughs> I'm a fast on that one right there. Damn it! <laughs> I've had to accept the passers. I've had to accept them. All right. Have you ever failed a drug test? Have I? No, I have not. But I did have to ever. Take yeah, no. You never have to put fake piss. No. Well, I guess you know. I. You, you don't like. I almost had to. But <laughs> like, fortunately, you know, <laughs> I I didn't have to. I you know I'd done enough of the work. Because there was a time I was on probation from, like, okay, so Damn. I, used to, I, I used to play paintball, tournament paintball, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like the shit you see in, in movies and stuff like that where they're fighting in the, where they're shooting guns in the forest and all this other shit. It's an actual league that, that used to happen. And we had, te- there was teams that would travel to different states and play these these specific tournaments. <laughs> One of them being in Florida, and I think it was Tampa at the time. Uh, and so we go out to Tampa and we take our weed with us or no, we send it out there. And one of our boys that sent his weed out there sent it all fucked up. Oh, wow. Like he didn't mask the smell right. He didn't package it oh, right. No. None of that shit. Right. So um, but it was a significant enough amount that <laughs> it raised the eyes of the manager right there. Like I could smell cannabis. In oh, box. no. So they call the police and think that this big drug deal is happening in in the in this oh, hotel man. in this resort hotel that we were staying at the time. So they call the police. These motherfuckers get ready to pull a sting on the so-called drug dealers that send the sample package, right? Wow. So we show up trying to get our rooms that we're staying in for this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> And it's our boxes they're targeting. Not our boxes, but like our homie's box. But they see us all around him and fucking with him. So now they're targeting all of us, right? And so, yeah, you know, they fucking, (laughs) they wait till the box gets in the specific homie's hands. And then they rush in. Wow. And they, you know, take three of us to jail from the weed that they find there. I'm one of them. Oh, no. So they put the three of us on probation. Being that we were from California, they made us test here in Cali. Wow. So for, I think it was probably six months, I had to uh, be clean in that time if I got tested. Oh, wow. Wow. And so you, they, yeah. and it was a random test that you know like just hit hit us any hit us any like in, individually not together but any time 
go run a test and we need to see a clean one. And uh, fortunately, I had some understanding motherfuckers here in Cali <laughs> that uh, helped me out on the last one because I cheated on the last one. Oh, my gosh. Sure. How? I smoked. Oh, oh. And I didn't like I didn't do the normal like cleanse out that I was doing before all the, the tests. Yeah. I thought I could get away with it. And I, I couldn't. And <laughs> homie looked out for me. He goes, hey, this shit is dirty. Oh, I'm wow. Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, oh my god and he's like be honest i said well fuck man i, I didn't think you was gonna I'm get me on crying. this one <laughs> i said i didn't think you was gonna That's get me hilarious. on this one fuck yeah he got me but he let me slide so salute Yo. to him sure. that's hilarious biggest fear biggest fear mm, biggest fear uh, the wrath of God. Oh my God, I feel you. And that's it. Anything else I could take? Death, right? Is what you mean death? Anything else. Anything. Okay. Yeah. I was like, because me that, too. Anything, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, a do right. Facts. I love that. Uh, first thing that comes to mind, be real. Me. No, it can't be you. Oh, you okay. Say well, you said my name. <laughs> The first, okay, oh, the first thing that comes to mind. First thing, be real. First thing. I'm thankful. Oh, oh that's beautiful. Wait. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, shit. Um, so and this is, I'm receiving flowers. So this is actually a gift from Gasco. You know, oh, D. Shit. It was his yeah. idea to give you flowers. Oh, my God. You, you, be real. You're a legend, and you deserve all your flowers. Can we clap it up? Can we, can we clap it up? Can we clap it up? These are very nice smelling flowers. Right? Thank you guys and right? everyone here. Yeah. You literally, I feel like, yeah. You know, you know, you know. These are nice. Yeah. And they smell great. Right? And I'm sure Slimothy um, I know appreciates just woke these up. too. You want to smell these, Slimothy? <laughs> yeah, look at that. He's going to start <laughs> biting them. He's like, yeah, right. Those are pretty good, right? <laughs> um, but I wanted to just say, you know, obviously Cypress Hill got the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wow, that must have been the most, I would imagine, surreal moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, like it's another thing that we did not expect. Again, you know, as an artist, you don't have any expectations of what they're going to, you know, reward you with or, or any kind of accolades like right. that, right? You're just making music and 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 that represents you in the time that you're making that specific music and you and you your biggest thing is that you 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 wish that people accept it or right. or have the confidence that they will and that they'll get it sometimes they do sometimes they don't, but that's the gamble of of putting out music so right. you don't worry about all the other shit it's about the only thing you worry about is if it connects right. You know what I mean? Because if it doesn't connect, it's back to the drawing board. Right, Slim? Right. Back to the fucking drawing board. Damn. And, um, <laughs> you know, starting over. But, like, if it connects, you build off of that. Right. And, you know, we've, we've managed to do that many times through our career. And we're going to continue to do that shit. That part. Last question. I was going to ask, do you ever get sick of performing? Um, how can I just kill a man? Not no. Not so much. You know, like my whole thing is like, you know, we have fun, right? And oh, we yeah, got yeah, and we gotta yeah, look sure. at it. We gotta look at it like this, right? So what happens with a lot of artists, especially, 
more than anything, more than hip hop artists, pop artists, right? Oh, okay. What happens is what happens is their their careers are built off of hits, mm-hmm. hits that people grew up to and love and always want to hear when they see you perform, right? And especially with them, you know, that's like a like a ladder of hits. And sometimes as an artist, you want to get beyond that and say, you know what, I'm more than that. And, you know, like, fuck that shit I did back then. Listen to what I'm doing now. Right. And sometimes you lose people in, in, in doing that and being selfish as an artist and disregarding what these people loved about you when they first got with you. You know what I'm saying? So you always got to remember that and embrace those songs because really that's that's this group of people's entry and this song is this people's group of entry. And right. the minute you start disregarding the shit you do because you've done it too much, you're going to lose a lot of people because they fuck with that. Right. And that's the that's the reason they fuck with you. And the minute you take that away, Aww. you know, why should they fuck with you? Right. So, like, we always try to give them what they want. A little bit of the new shit and a lot of the old shit. Right. And, you know, just sprinkle the new shit to them here and there and, and uh, let it let it grow on them. Right. Like Slimothy's right. grown on me over here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm dead. That's beautiful, man. My, my dog's going to be all jealous and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. You've been this, with another dog today, mine. Uh, <laughs> is is this dog of yours? Does he like smoke? Because I know you had a dog oh, that man, loved he lo- smoke. He loves smoke. <laughs> he loves smoke. Like if I like, I'll know when he wants it. Yeah, yeah. And when he ain't fucking with it, because <laughs> like when I when I light up at home, he'll come and he'll he'll come to my fucking knee right here and pop up on his two legs and be like, what about me? Yeah. Right? So I already know that's the shit. Like, when he's not around me when I'm smoking, I know he don't want it. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to let the people know? What are you most excited for? It's oh, it's, man. it's now spring, right? Is it spring? Wait. I, I, yeah, I think we're getting to it. If I think it was the first it. day of spring recently. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, look, just everybody, you know, treat yourself right, treat others right, and, uh, you know, put that positivity and love in your heart for yourself and and others, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, enjoy life. Don't let the stress get to you because that's the number one thing that'll kill your ass. So, you know, enjoy the music, enjoy the art, enjoy the weed. Enjoy the motherfucking weed. (laughs) Okay, y'all heard that? Y'all heard that? I'm mm. like, does everyone in here smoke? Yes, I think so. That would be a beautiful thing. Slimothy needs to smoke, right? Yo, <laughs> bro, what are you like? What do you see? I don't. Ju- I just don't get it. Hey, hey, are you out of breath, sir? Do you ever wonder what it would be like to be a dog? You're um, just like, not, all you do a, is eat and shit. This is awesome, right here. Yeah, this shit is everything, right? Here. I like Slim. Right? <laughs> if you ever need a dog for anything, be real. I hope you would choose mine over yours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I have to flip a coin. I right, know, right. I know Slim is cool as fuck, though. Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. Man, well, thank you so much for coming on Shirley's Temple. Thanks for having me. It's a dope show. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, salute to everybody watching. Yes. And, uh, you know, keep on watching. <laughs>
Yes, come back. Come back. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Shirley Jew. I just changed to Shirley's Temple. The YouTube is a tough grind. It's a tough grind. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we do it. Right. But, you know, it is tough. Facts. Facts. Thank you. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.